Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Crazy hyena boy nearly took a bite out of me. No way I could have explained that to Dana. You're not going out now. The night is young and so am I. I'd think a good night's rest might be more beneficial. Like you said, who sleeps anymore? Hey, Tom. Hey, Jeff. Hi. Hey, Tom. Tom, it's me, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. No, I know. It, you're, the it's, internet's Jeff May. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's me. It's Oh, unreal. Oh, wow. You are, you're never going to guess what time it is. No, no, no I won't. Uh, it's, won't. Uh, I, I, do you have to be somewhere? I mean, in a way. Huh. In a way, I have to be right here. I have to be right here. Oh, what luck, because you are here. And this is silly, because mm-hmm. I, I dropped some hints. Oh, yeah, you did? Through, in this whole thing, but it's actually time for another episode of Tom. Jeff Watch What a fool I've been. Of course it is. Of course it's that time. What a fool to believe. (laughs) Swayze that one. Uh, Tom, this is a very special episode. Yeah. It's Um, a very very special pair of episodes. It it is. Yeah. Well, uh, we are are finishing up our Batman Beyond. Our our official Batman Beyond coverage is being finished up with Batman Beyond The Return of the Joker in a very special two-part podcast extravaganza. It was was too much to cram into a single episode. No. And and I don't want to do a three-hour podcast about this. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do two one-and-a-half-hour podcasts about this. Because there's a lot to talk about on this, which, uh, this is a heads up, some of you are listening to this for free. This is your first episode, some of you. Oh, you lucky ducks. There Uh, is so much. We've been doing the show for, I don't know, 15 years now? 30 years. It's 30 years, yeah. (laughs) 30 Uh, years now? Before there was enough Batman to cover. We were just waiting. Yeah. There was just some episodes where I was like, is there going to be like a thing soon? 1989 was huge for us. Uh that being said, if you like this episode, which you're going to, mm-hmm. yeah, there's no, doubt, head on no over, doubt about it uh, to uh, the Gamefully Unemployed Patreon, Tom. Tell them all about it. Oh, man. If you guys uh, and gals and, and people and folks head over to patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed, uh, you can become a member. You can be a patron for $5 a month. You'll get every single episode of this show we've ever recorded, including several other shows that are exclusive to the Patreon. So get on it. Yeah, it's an impressive and yet not daunting task to get to go through the the old episodes. Yeah, uh, so you definitely want to check those out. Uh, and uh, we just, of course, we did three seasons of Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. and uh, now we are uh, dealing with the incredible film, The Return of the Joker, available on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. HBO Max did us the kindness of not giving us that censored PG version. You'll have that to. Got in the you're you're going to have to walk me through this whole. This whole debacle, because um, if you if you're not new and you have been following our Batman Beyond coverage, you'll know that this is my first time ever watching Batman Beyond. Um, sure is. So this is my first time ever watching Return of the Joker, and I hadn't read anything about it beforehand. Uh, so I didn't know anything about this weird uh, censoring controversy around the film, sort of toning down 
uh, it's more violent. Even though the movie never goes like completely R-rated, there are some intense moments that were apparently uh, softened. I guess a for child, its release. a child shoots a man. A in child the heart. shoots a man in the heart. Yeah, <laughs> and a tortured child, a pri- an imprisoned and tortured child murders a man on on screen, and probably probably mutilated child. Like his face didn't yes. just become that. Yeah, for sure. So in that regard, yeah, um, there is a censored PG version, of course, because this is a cartoon designed to sell toys. Yeah. Um, but in the long run, of course, uh, you know, the, the uh, Paul Dini wrote one hell of a dark script. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> and boy, did he. And uh, we're going to we're going to dive into that uh, right now with the first half of Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. And again, for the second half, we'll see you next week over on the Patreon. Uh, Tom. Mm-hmm. Jeff. It starts with our, our favorite group of, of literal clowns. The oh, Jokers. man. The Jokers. The street level uh, supervillain gang that are just in the show to get embarrassed. Um, uh, I'm going. They, the, a fun part about this, though, is boy, do we have a fantastic voice uh, team. They really upped their game. Like, we, we kind of saw like the same four jokers get their asses beat for three seasons of batman beyond and now the jokers in return of the joker have sort of stepped up their game they're splicing now they got a hyena boy that's pretty chill yeah um, voiced by frank welker i believe oh yeah no he's he's 100 percent just doing his fidget <laughs> yeah, like fidget voice <laughs> from uh, uh great mouse detective <laughs> yeah you guys know the one uh, the stitch voice yeah, he's he's stitching. Uh, we we meet Bonk, who is Henry Goddamn Rollins. It sure is, and I'll tell you the roller coaster of emotions I experienced when I saw Henry Rollins' name in the opening credits. Because at first I thought, oh boy, Mad Stan is going to be in this movie, and no, he's just going to play a guy named Bonk who gets murdered <laughs> very but quickly. Boy, let me tell you, Mad Stan would have been a great addition to this. We need our own Mad Stan. We do. We, they need our, they, we need the re- Batman Beyond the Return of Mad Stan. Yeah, I mean that. That's what we. Up, that's what know. we need. Yeah, blow uh, it up. So he plays Bonk. Uh, we we meet uh, Ghoul, who is voiced by Malcolm, Michael Rosenbaum, doing an inexplicably wild Christopher Walken impression. I know it was so over the top, or maybe not over the top, but just so not subtle that it didn't immediately sink in. Like it took a couple of scenes for me to realize. Oh shit! He's just doing a Chris Walken voice. It's jarring because yeah. when you get when he gets more than like half a line of dialogue, you're like, "Oh, he's going for it. <laughs> he's doing wow, a thing." Looks like, yeah, looks like we're doing this. Um, <laughs> it's like and, I can picture uh, him, like he probably still had his car keys in his hand when he was recording these these lines. Yeah, <laughs> so, and, uh, I'm just gonna and, bang out some Chris Walken, Bing Bang Boom. All right. Uh, and then, of course, Dee Dee, who was actually the name of a pair of twins, is uh, Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Who has gone deeply off the deep end into Christianity since we last heard from her. Oh, that's too bad. Well, <laughs> at least in this one, she's playing twin Harleys. She sure is. Um, so the Jokers are um, they're doing a raid on Gotham shipping. And what they're doing is they're spe- stealing electronic technology. Uh, and they're doing it with these forklifts. And we meet Bonk. And Bonk is best described as, you shouldn't be in this gang. No, you, Bonk shouldn't be entrusted with any activity that's not bonking people. Yeah, Bonk... He's very very easily distracted. He's He is uh, he's a short-fuse muscle, which you don't want. You yeah. want a tempered muscle. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, Bonk is driving the forklift. Not good at it. Uh, and it is important to note again that he is absolutely voiced by Henry Rollins. Yeah, 100%. Henry Rollins, um, angry clown man, driving yeah. a future forklift. Henry Rollins at an eight. <laughs> and, uh, if this is your first time here, Mad Stan is Henry Rollins at a 10. Yeah. So we get a slightly muted Henry Rollins, which right. is more aggressive than anybody else in this show. Right. It's like a low, it's not a simmer, it's like a low boil Henry Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. It's a medium high. <laughs> Uh, Dee Dee, of course, remains Melissa Joan Hart. The robbery uh, is interrupted. Obviously, Batman shows up. A fight ensues, and Batman starts by with his signature calling card, which is an absolutely devastating punch to the gut to everyone. Yeah, he like, he cripples a lot of people uh, straight out of the gate. Yeah, everyone. Uh, one of the things that they edited um, from the PG to the PG-13 is the amount of violence that Woof does on one of the guards. Oh, uh, the they, hyena boy. Uh, yeah. So uh, Wolf, yeah, is a is a spliced hyena guy who got splicing, by the way, is a genetic modification. And usually it's mostly aesthetic or like you get like, oh, look, the, you have vestigial wings. Yeah. Um, and they gave iced tea bullhorns in one episode. Yeah. Uh, Wolf is just like mostly a hyena. He's just werewolf. Yeah, he's <laughs> Wolf boy. <laughs> yeah yeah he, he's it's really it's really intense um but yeah i'm one of the guards he just slashes the shit out of him and i think they edit it down to just one slash in the pg version yeah there are there are several savage beatings in this movie mm. absolutely <laughs> they, they really are. went like the animation was never bad on batman beyond but they really went uh, above and beyond uh, uh, uh for this movie uh it looks great um oh it's it's probably the most gorgeous animated batman we've seen maybe i hate to say it but batman ninja yeah i mean yeah no i beautiful I, even though it's <laughs> i loved most... i loved our time with that film yeah it's 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 wrong it's a wrong movie it's a it, yeah sure i loved it <laughs> But yeah, and it's it, the the animation really sings uh, in the sequences when Batman is beating the brakes off of people. <laughs> yeah, when when Batman is physically violating people's harm, like it, it's just so good. Um, so uh, Wolf starts slashing the shit out of him a little bit, and then Dee Dee, uh, one of the Dee Dee twins, tases him directly in the heart, and they take turns kicking the ever living shit out of him. Well, they do a thing first where they cower from him, so Terry yeah. is like, "Oh, well." Oh, that's I'm not gonna ninja kick these these ladies, and then they tase this balls off and start kicking his ass, and it's they very funny. Him. There's something to be said yeah. in the Batman animated universe that they want people to know that if you have a taser, go for the heart. Uh, nobody <laughs> isn't tased in the heart ever on this show. The MVP of being tased in the heart, of course, is Alfred in one of the Hardak episodes, I believe. He gets shot with like a ta- like a like a close up glue gun taser right in the heart. Yeah. So if you're if you're just now joining the show, go back and find that one because I use that mm. clip as one of the either introductory or, or uh, uh, exit clips for the for the episode. Just Alfred We're, shitting his pants, just, just filling a diaper with rage, <laughs> getting his heart stopped with a taser. So it's a recurring theme in in the DD verse, yeah. is what we're saying. Yeah. By essentially a robot Liz Taylor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's quite brutal. Yeah. Um, so uh, when Dee Dee is kicking the shit out of Batman, they are. It's hard to describe just how it looks like a like a cutscene in a fighting game. Yeah. How good they're beating him. 
Like they just work real. They're like luchadors. They have they they have they're like when somebody is playing you in Tekken and they have the ten hit combo memorized. Like that's just how well it's flowing that they're just beating his absolute ass. Yeah, one of them. I, th- I can't his... remember. It's this point. I think it's this point where one of them grabs him by the ears and like and knees fucking him directly knees, in the Muay Thai face. knees him in the face. Yeah, and then they get around, <laughs> hold him while the other one place kicks him in the face. Yeah, it's incredible. It's so good. <laughs> um, so the they basically escape on their forklifts, and then obviously Batman chases them and pursues them over the skies of Gotham. Uh, Bonk is like fuck this. And he detaches from the uh, detaches from the equipment to try to kill Batman. He just wants to kill Batman again. This, he's not a team player. He's a he's a bad hire because <clears throat> the piece of equipment they're stealing has to have three future forklifts hold it. So when Bonk detaches his forklift to go chase after Batman, the other two immediately start plummeting toward the earth because they can't hold this piece of equipment they're stealing. Yeah. It's they're like very what the funny, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like what, if, why if, are you... it's like if three guys were lifting a piano and one of them abruptly runs off to try to chase a cat. To fight the mailman, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> to fight the mailman, yeah. It's like, dude, we are carrying this. <laughs> um, Aditi falls, Batman catches her. Their whole plan is understandably going to hit. Yeah. Like, Batman eventually... Uh, Bonk finally gets like... He starts choking, bat, like a two-handed choke on Batman. Not the first or the last time it's going to happen. To no, Jerry. you know what? It's it's an oldie but goodie. It works. And then uh, he's like, he's like, what? What, man? And he just What'd goes, you say Flang. to me? And then, uh, yeah, what'd you say to me? <laughs> and, uh, and Terry's like, a flagpole is about to kill you. <laughs> You're about and to be knocked in half by a flagpole. Yeah. yeah. You're about to witness the strength of street poles. Uh, and, and that full, he, he, you know, Bonk holds on to it, obviously, but the craft, you know, his thing falls down, crashes. All the equipment crashes to the ground. Chucko uh, jumps over. Now, Chucko might oh, be I my think, favorite. I think we forgot about him. We didn't mention him yeah. up top. Uh, well, I was going to, he doesn't really do much, but Chucko is like the gun guy. Like Chucko is very much like whenever you see artillery coming out, he's that guy. Yeah, he looks like Big Van Vader dressed up for like the Howdy Doody show. Well, yeah, he's wearing like a tutu. He's wearing like a pink. He's wearing like a pink singlet and then just like a a clown mask. Yeah, he's he's uh, a, he's which, a he's a big guy. He looks like he yeah. uh, he looks like he pulls tractors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he definitely has strongman vibes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he also is smart enough to retrieve the memory chip and then run away before it, you know, blows up. Everything's trash. There's fires everywhere. And Terry just goes <laughs> Another successful night of crime stopping for Terry. <laughs> I will tell you that collateral damage has no longer become a problem for Terry. He does not worry about it in, in the slightest. No. <laughs> like he is just like, don't care. Like there's one at one point in time, there's probably like like a more than 9-11 amount of damage is going to happen to Gotham City. Yes. Accurate. And we never we never really address that. The I mean, collateral damage is never addressed in this brief, episode. Brief, uh, I mean, in this movie. brief spoilers for, I guess, the second part two of this uh, of our coverage of this movie. Uh, Joker gets a satellite laser. 
Mm-hmm. And and he does not exercise chill it. when using it. Like he, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, not a lot of aim on it. You know, no, it's, no, it's, a, it's real imprecise when it's in yeah, the Joker's more, hands. Yeah, more broadsword than scalpel in this situation. <laughs> um, so now we have our credits, and uh, the best way to describe the opening credits music is porny jazz that gradually develops to the Batman Beyond music. Yeah, like I still, it starts one way. I, I still really. Both ironically and unironically love like the acid rock techno uh, guitars that that are the Batman Beyond score. Yeah, it's it uh, feels like Buckethead's doing it or something. Right, like it feels simultaneously cool and uncool, and I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best way to describe anything from the year two thousand. Yeah, exactly. It's simultaneously cool and uncool. You hear a song from that time and you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then you think about what you were doing when you were listening to it. And you're like, ah, it's not that great. Yeah, it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, kind of, kind of rough. Um, so now it cuts to the Batcave and we have another scene that was re-added back in in the uncensored version, which is Bruce decapitating a two-faced statue with a batarang. It is funny that that's the one he decapitates. It's a weird choice. I feel like... He's the most uh, of a physical threat to Batman and still is a person. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, so, I was just, I was wondering like, cause there are all statues that Batman just has in his Batcave. So like, how often does he cut their limbs off and then fix them? Yeah. Is this like a Madame Tussauds thing where it's just like puts it back on cause yeah. it's wax? Yeah. It's like, yeah, all right. It's I'll like, cut your head off tomorrow, Harvey. Harvey's head. No. No. <laughs> It rolls uh, off into the bone pit, and he makes Terry go get it. Yeah, just a, you hear a bunch of like chattering bones in there. <laughs> you hear that sound? That's all the orphan teeth that are down there. Turn on your wax filter and only use that while you're down there. Don't, <laughs> don't, look, don't look at look anything at else. Anything else. Um, he smiles at Ace, and he's like, "Still got it." And then Terry pulls in and he goes, "How'd it go with the Joker's?" And it's like, Bruce, you know exactly how it went with the Joker's. Don't be coy. Yeah, you were watching. You're always watching. Yeah, you're, you're surveilling. You see what mine eyes see while I'm wearing this costume. <laughs> yeah, you're no fool. Um, <laughs> and Terry's like, yeah, hey, did you notice that they're stealing a lot of advanced technology and Jokers are generally fucking stupid? Right, they're real street-level idiots. Like, they bring hoses yeah. into Cheesy Dan's to spray people. They don't yeah. steal government-level science crap. Yeah, they're wallet thieves. They're yeah, not, yeah. They're not high-tech <laughs> espionage thieves. And, and Bruce is just like, well, it's probably corporate espionage. Yeah, you know, it's like they're probably, f- they're probably fencing it. Corporate, esp- corporate espionage is a high-dollar game. And it's like, Bruce, you don't feel like this Bruce, is maybe lo- worth looking into that they're suddenly stealing this kind of shit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, t- Terry's just like, no, but maybe the thing I said is probably better. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce... <laughs> I think he's it's, purposely dismissive of Terry. In a lot of ways, certainly in this movie. Uh, it's like, I, I just, <laughs> it's like Terry just finally him. asks Bruce, like, Bruce, are you, uh, is, the, is your age finally getting to you? I don't, is the dementia setting in? Are you fucking with me? Yeah, what, what is happening here? Um, and then Terry's just like, well, I guess I'm just gonna have to wait for them to make their next new move. And then, um, Terry's like uh, the news comes on and and basically Wayne Enterprises has announced that uh, Bruce is returning 
to the active leadership role, to the disappointment of acting operations manager and uh, corporate rival, uh, Jordan Price, uh, who's uh, voiced, of course, by Mark Hamill. Because when you get Mark Hamill on a cartoon, especially a mystery involving him, you got to throw a red herring at you. That was a really good red herring, I will not lie. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a... Yeah, that's the whole point of it, for sure. Yeah. Um, and he kind of talks shit on Bruce on camera. Kind of? Uh, <laughs> he absolutely talks shit on Bruce on yeah, camera. Yeah, he's like, you know, oh, he's well, a real, you know. He's a real catty bitch. <laughs> Let's yeah. just say say what it is. <laughs> and then uh, he hopes Mr. Wayne is, quote, up to the challenge. Yeah. And then Terry's like, man, it seemed a little off. And then Bruce just goes, yeah, my return torpedoes any chances he had yeah. of succession. It's like, yeah, my, my <laughs> fucking me, me barreling back in and seizing control of the company really derailed his career. So I've just made a very powerful enemy. <laughs> a slightly less powerful than I am enemy. Yeah. He just, he's real casual about it, too. <laughs> yeah. And then Terry's like, so you're going to keep him around? And he goes, if he'll stay on my terms. I've worked long and hard to regain control of my family's company. He can get with that or start emailing his resume. Right. It's like, at this point, Terry has to be like, Bruce, are you trying to create supervillains? Yeah. <laughs> you're trying. You're. This is like a death thing, right? <laughs> How many of your partners and employees have tried to kill you in the past year, Bruce? Yeah. You don't think that. What's the, what's the common factor among all of them? Yeah. And then Terry kind of like we show that he's kind of like got like a wolf bit him. Yeah. Earlier, and he's like, "Oh, that one sucked," and uh, he's just like, "Yeah, anyway, uh, it'll be ex- tough to explain to Dana." All right, I'm going on a date, uh, and Bruce is like, "Maybe you should rest." And Terry's like, "Maybe I shouldn't." Yeah. Maybe they, I need a life, Bruce. Yeah, they had this back and forth where like Terry asked him a similar question, where he's like, "Well, I thought you were gonna like, are you? Does that mean you're gonna stop doing Batman stuff now that you're taking back over Wayne Enterprises?" And he's like, "No, who who needs sleep anymore?" And then Terry kind of throws that back at him. Yeah. When he's like, you should go home and rest. And Terry's like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> How about you fuck yourself right off? Yeah, How about that? I'm going to go try to have a life. Yeah. So <laughs> he goes to um, what I can only describe as uh, the most dangerous dance club I've ever seen. Yeah. Not a railing in sight. No. And there's a giant lava lamp suspended over the dance floor. This is like if MC Escher designed a disco. <laughs> This is what it would be. It's like Hieronymus Bosch designed a disco. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're at the club and he's trying to dance. He's trying to stay awake, but he just can't. He looks like he's fucking rolling. Right. He looks like he is so high he can't keep his eyes open. Yeah. No, it, I was watching this. I'm like, no, nah, I think he's just rolling. Yeah. Like he, he's, I his think, eyes I, are half open. I think maybe he just took some Molly. It's He's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> This is uh, Dana's like talking shit on the squib that Blade is with. See that what and was she, funny is I couldn't tell if she, I thought she said squid at first, which right. if you grew up in a navy town is a derogatory term for a sailor, like an enlisted guy. So I thought she was like, oh, I guess I guess Dana doesn't like navy dudes. <laughs> Dana hates the navy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then she's like, my hair's on fire, and he's like. You look great. And he's some other girl. And he's talking to a different girl. Yeah. Like a white girl with freckles. Like not even a not even oh, an like a, a mistake. Right. A white girl with freckles and short blonde short hair. It's like basically hair, yeah. the complete opposite of his girlfriend. Yeah. He basically <laughs> complimented Denise the Menace. Uh, 
so she at first she's annoyed, but finally she pulls him off and she's just like coffee and leave the pot. So then the Jokers <laughs> return to their lair uh, at the abandoned Jolly Jack candy factory. Now, yep. Tom, mm-hmm. this is where the movie gets. I mean, it's under control, but it's out of control. Yeah, this is where it really flies off the handle. And also, quick note, Gotham, in its hubris after, I don't know, 40 years of no Joker, they're just allowing Jolly Jack candy buildings to remain standing. They're safe. You guys are asking for You're asking for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need a I mean, that's a whole gang of them showed up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Basically, they're like, oh, we, we couldn't get it, but we have the memory chip. And we see that they have a leader in like the in the silhouette, but it is clearly the Joker. Yeah, and they do Joker. like a reveal after the fact. And we're like, no, we knew that. We knew that. I mean, the movie's called Return of the Joker. He's on the poster. Yeah. But sure, it's storytelling. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, the Joker smashes the chip and he starts calling them incompetent. And Bonk is like, hey, fuck you, man. He's like, we don't need to do with this. This guy having to steal all this shit, but no money. Uh, and he's like, never even explained what he plans to do with all this shit. I want out. over, old man. Yeah. Even if you are who you say you are. And I think you're a fake. And uh, and the, the Joker's kind of like all look at the Joker, like weird. And he's like, I want out. And uh, you see him pull a gun. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, man, I'm sorry, man. It's fine. Leader. The guy pulls the trigger and it's the bang flag. And they're like, oh, thank God. And then he pulls it again and it shoots the flag into his fucking chest like a dart. Yeah, it harpoons him in the heart with a bang flag. And he just drops dead. <clears throat> and then gets that whole like the rictus grin. So it's it's like this is where like, Tom, I've I've seen this before and mm-hmm. I still went. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is I, I believe I also texted you. I was like, okay, so a guy just got shot in the heart with a Smilex dart. <laughs> yeah. You sure did. They are not fucking around on this. Nope. They want um, they want you to know the Joker's back. Yeah, so they do the big reveal that it's the Joker in like a kind of like a tight purple spandexy kind of outfit mm-hmm. and green slicked back he's Slick. dressed like sprockets yeah he's dre- he's dressed like a blade villain yeah <laughs> uh no eyebrows which is interesting but that, yeah. that's, you know it's a choice um and then everyone's he makes everybody keep saying we're with you and then he like he like forces them all to take the allegiance of we're with you we're with you and then he goes bonk all right he's dead <laughs> that's right then, i shot him through his heart <laughs> and then uh ghoul's like i better go on the net and look for places to get a new piece of equipment <laughs> and then you're gonna go like, there makes... security is gonna be tight uh, yeah right dd take out the trash and he's talking about bonks yeah. dead ass. drag his corpse outside is what he meant to say <laughs> yeah um and then joker's like "Ooh, that one would be fun and he's like, it seems like the security would be very tight. I don't know. It seems like maybe we should try to find this at a different location. <laughs> Anywhere else. <laughs> um, anyway, so it comes to uh, Bruce and Terry at a, uh, at, a, at a gala, Tom. Mm-hmm. 
It's sort of like Bruce's like return gala. Kind yeah, of it's he's throwing himself a party to announce his return to the company. Where it's like, again, Bruce, are you trying to make a supervillain out of this guy? Yeah. Well, he yeah, he does no, not show up, and Bruce is like, yeah, that's no surprise. Yeah, fuck that guy. Am I right, Terry? Yeah, and Terry's like, Bruce, I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> are you accepting notes, Bruce? If this guy shows up with a jetpack and grenades, it's kind on you. Yeah, it's a little. It's gonna be a medium. If he's yeah. wearing face paint, if he green goblins the shit out of this place, uh, <laughs> you you own a little bit of that. I'm out, that's company. Out, am I? <laughs> um. So then, uh, immediately during the speech, uh, there's like a hysterical laughter, and and uh, yeah, Wolf jumps into the crowd. And Terry immediately runs and tries to kick him, but he jumps right over. Right. Like Terry fr- does not attempt to disguise the fact that he's Batman. <laughs> he's like nope, immediately throws a leg sweep in his tuxedo at this wolf man. <laughs> when I was watching that, I'm like, I guess would would we like sort of have that Terry is his bodyguard kind of a vibe or no? All right. I don't know. But, they, um, they, they, they keep just describing him as like Bruce's assistant or valet. Yeah. It's very funny to me that like nobody respects wolf. <laughs> like even like, though he's a werewolf <laughs> he's like not scary to, because like bruce just stares him down bruce like, he, he br- like bruce. lands in front of bruce and bruce just is just like fuck you want bruce whips his ass with his cane which he like we sure always does. suspected has a fucking yeah. metal rod in the middle of it yeah a corked cane for beaten werewolves asses it turns <laughs> yeah. out like he never um, he never got over his run-in with milo yeah, while that distraction is happening, Chucko and Ghoul are um, gassing the security downstairs and stealing the tech. Yeah, not a bad um, plan. Yeah, Bruce, as you said, easily beats the absolute Christ out of Wolf with his cane. I know. <laughs> and Terry's like, you good? And Bruce is like, I'm clearly fine. Yeah, I Go just, suit up. Uh, I, I beat this this Wolfman so hard he forgot things. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing all right. But then the DD twins arrive and beat his ass a little. Yeah, they sure and, do. Uh, <laughs> and he's on the ground, and Joker makes an entrance, and Bruce is horrified. Yeah. And he's like, it can't be. And he's like, your old eyes don't deceive you, Brucey. After all, who would know me better than you? And it's like, fuck, man. Like, this is really well written. I'm dressed like I'm in the Matrix, Brucey. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, Chucko and Ghoul leave, and uh, Terry shows up as Batman. But you know he's occupied with Wolf. Joker and Dee Dee board a hovercraft. Uh, Terry goes after him, but uh, Joker just basically sets off a series of explosives. Right, because Joker is gonna Joker. Yeah, like he's not. He's not just thing. gonna leave. <laughs> There's gonna be bombs and probably gas. Right, kind of a lot. Yeah. So, so um, uh, what was I going to say? Batman is has to save the people. He has to and, save people instead of chasing Joker. Yeah, and Bruce is just like kind of staring up. Now, back on in the car ride home, uh, Bruce is basically kind of like, "No, you did the right thing to save the people," and he's like, "Yeah, man, he seemed pretty spy for someone who should be like in his mid eighties." <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, so what do you think? A clone, robot, suspended animation due to being frozen in a block of ice? Bruce just goes, shut up and drive. Right. Bruce is such a fucking prick about a situation that 
clearly and urgently needs to be explained. Yeah. It's like, Bruce, what the fuck is going on? Why is Joker back? Why do you look like you've seen a ghost? And Bruce is just like, fucking keep your mouth shut. Let's go. I need to chop some more heads off my dummies. So now we see, we get an introduction to something that we weren't expecting, which is uh, Tim Drake looking very much like Jack Kirby, by the way. Do do we know Uh, he's Tim Drake in the scene? Because I didn't until um, later. Like, it's kind of a reveal that he is. Yeah, not really, but they kind of, there's a guy that's watching TV mm-hmm. and he's, you know, what, like 55. Or he's maybe like 60 and like his, he's clearly horrified. His wife's like, what's wrong? And then in the next scene after this, he goes to visit commissioner Barbara Gordon. So clearly yeah. we know he's somebody, we just don't know exactly who he is, but we learn shortly thereafter that he's Tim Drake. Yeah. So, uh, and she's like, what's going on? He's like, it's nothing, sweetheart. And he's just watching TV as the Joker staring at the camera laughing. Yeah. <laughs> going to be some trauma here. Now, uh, Terry is uh, with uh, Babs, Bar- uh, Commissioner Gordon, who is not feeling this right now. She, yeah, she also doesn't want to tell uh, Terry anything about the Joker or why he might be back, how he could be back. Nobody's telling Terry shit. And I feel his frustration. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not getting information and he kind of starts like shitting on the Joker. He's like, he does. Like yeah, a real he's, problem. Like... he's a fucking clown. <laughs> and Barbara is just like, fucking shut your mouth. Right. Like, cause Kid. they have more than presumably of like the archives or whatever Terry is reading about Bruce's old foes. They presumably have more than just the Joker's photographs. Like, I'm sure they probably have, I don't know, written accounts of the things that he did. (laughs) So it's like, maybe this dude was like a terrorist. (laughs) Yeah, this dude, he was the Bin Laden of the DC universe. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Like, he's he's fucking slippery as an eel. Killed thousands of people, probably. (laughs) Like, yeah, what, like one of America's most mass murderers. Yes. And he's like, what's this guy, fucking clown? There and would there would like, be like there would be so many Netflix documentaries about the Joker. No. Like there's no way Terry wouldn't know who he was. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing too. Like did they wipe him? Did maybe, they like wipe maybe, him I off of the database? Yeah. Just like <laughs> like nah. Cause she lit and Barbara's just like, he was unlike anyone you have ever faced, and I seriously hope you never do. Although that ink chick was pretty badass. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. Ink, ink was dangerous in that she has a cool power. Yeah. <clears throat> and also but doesn't give a fig about murdering anyone, including her own daughter. Yeah, but she's not a mass murderer with no actual motivation. Yeah, that's true. Like, Ink is very much a person. It's like, well, I she, she kills people who she's paid to kill, which is, yeah. Ink is a tool. Joker yeah. is a force of nature. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of important to understand, I guess. Um, so then Terry's going to leave, and uh, we see the the guy wa- who has the next appointment walk by, and it's the guy from that we just saw. Yeah, Tim Drake. So in the back cave, Bruce is doing computer stuff, and uh, he's just studying to be like, Joker's deceased, right? Because it's just like... This Joker deceased. Right. He, like, oh, he, okay. he looks up his own files to make sure he remembered correctly. Yeah, right. <laughs> to make sure he wasn't having a senior moment when Joker yeah. showed up. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Um, and then he matches so, he matches their voice recordings, and they're an identical match. So he starts to brew up some more of his Joker toxin antidote. Where, it, like, I kind of went back and forth on that because I was like, well, on the one hand, I would always keep some of that handy, but on the other hand, if like you haven't heard hide no nor hair of Joker or any Smilex shenanigans for like four decades, yeah, I'd probably put it in in Tom, storage we're somewhere. Find out. We're gonna find out his heart was impaled, too, <laughs> which is gonna be. That's going to be a huge for, yeah. and, and, you know, and we're also going to find out that they literally buried his body under Arkham Asylum. As sure. That, does, that so doesn't like, mean that some other Yahoo couldn't get Smilex, but sure. I, I get it. I, I, like I said, I went back and yeah. forth and I ultimately decided like, yeah, you know what? I, I probably would have put the, the Smilex antidote in storage too. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm not using probably, it. I don't know if it has a 40 year shelf life. That's true. Yeah. Like he was probably just like when the, la- when the batch finally, died out he was like well i'll make more if i need to make more. yeah so his computer research was enough to be like well i should probably make some more of this yeah. well, right away deceased but i saw the dude he kicked me <laughs> he did he kicked me right in the face <laughs> <laughs> um terry uh shows back up and he's just like hey uh oh he's watching like an old recording he's he's actually watching remember the christmas episode of the Batman and Robin adventures where the Joker like legitimately kills a bunch of people. Vaguely. Um, It was the first one. It's the first time we see the Joker as like a skeleton man instead of like a clown. Vaguely. Yeah. I do sort of remember that. And I know we covered it. It's the first episode of the new adventures of Batman and Robin. Um, Oh, is it the one with like the train and shit? Yeah. It's like the three, I think it's like a three parter or something like that. But, and his was like the new year murder. Where he's gonna like gas everybody at Times Square, basically. Oh sure. They reanimated that um, to match sort of like the the joke, the current Joker aesthetic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that scene, and uh, the co- voice comparisons are identical to the new and the old. And um, Terry's like, "Hey, how come you've never mentioned this Joker character? <laughs> you've literally brought up everybody. I know way more about the ventriloquist. Super sad, by the way, <laughs> than I ever wanted to." You told but me Joker, you told me what he smells like. Yeah. You haven't told Which me anything we- about Joker. Yeah. And uh how could he possibly be alive? And Bruce is like, it's not. He died years ago. And I watched that shit happen. <laughs> and uh, oh geez, like you know, he must have been planning a crime so heinous that you were left with no choice but to kill him. And Bruce is like, <laughs> He's I like, ain't answering that, but yeah, sure, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I don't give a shit. Give me your fucking bat suit back. You, you, you cashed in your father's death. Why are you doing this anymore? Give it back. Thank you for upholding my rep. But uh, you know, I don't want to force this life on you, so give it back. Terry's like, no no yeah and then he goes no he goes into this monologue about what being batman meant for him and it wasn't just avenging his father's death he was like i had to prove that i was like a worthwhile human being because i was kind of a punk when i was a kid i broke a lot of laws i I wound up in juvie and i want to i he basically is like being batman is how i like buy back my humanity for my own conscience 
Yeah, Bruce, yeah. He, and at the end of that, Bruce basically tells him that's fucking stupid. Yeah, well, he goes because he goes, yeah. The state says my three months in juvie wiped my slate clean, but my soul says something different. Yeah, and Bruce is like, uh huh. I've heard you. You're a stupid <laughs> kid, and you don't know what you want. None of you ever did. Yeah, none of um, you ever did. It's like holy shit, Bruce. And Terry's like, well, how about fuck you then? Yeah. Uh, way to stick to your guns, Terry. So they break up. Um, next morning, Terry's having breakfast and his little shit brother, Matthew is glaring at him. Yeah. They made, they made Matthew look slightly more human in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Only slightly. Which I I don't like. Yeah. Make him look like a little, uh, little beady eyed alien. Yeah. Yeah. Little nightmare ghoul. (laughs) So, um, he, he's mom quick some weirdo broke into our house and he's like and you know she's like what are you doing here he's like well, i'm no longer work for mr wayne and matt is continuing to be a real piece of shit to terry and yep. he should have let stalker kill him he really should have yeah let let fake craven murder that kid because he sucks yeah he'd be in a bird cage to this day he'd be not but tiny bones in a bird cage <laughs> not but a tiny little bone example just a little <laughs> little little specimen and this was a child that I kidnapped. <laughs> that I tracked down in the wilds of Gotham City. The most dangerous game is seven years. <laughs> um, so then uh, later it's that night and we see Dana and, oh boy, Fuck we get Chelsea. Chelsea. We saw Chelsea Blade sh- earlier too. Blade was yes, at the club in the earlier too. club scene. But Chelsea shows up, drops a little bit of chaos, and that's that's all we need. Perfectly on brand for Chelsea. Because uh, D- Chelsea is trying to persuade Dana to basically break up with Terry and find someone new. Fine, somebody should. Because Terry is yes. a terrible boyfriend. He, absolutely, he's hor- he, uh, he, does, he doesn't have any time for himself, let alone a relationship. So, like, yeah, just you know, does now though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, now that he's uh, uh, been dogged out by his mentor. <laughs> Yeah, because Terry shows up and goes, not a chance, which he's really cool about Chelsea trying to break him and Dana up. <laughs> he's like, no can do, Chelsea. Nice try, you little scamp. Well, again, and then she probably went She probably went off to go like just randomly drug people's drinks for no reason. Yeah, again, like the Joker, Chelsea is a force of nature, so you can't, you she, can't be angry at the wind. No, 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 no. That's who they should have put after the Joker. <laughs> yeah, to put, put Chelsea, Chelsea on, on the case, yeah. How can I handle this? <laughs> I cannot cage this woman, this this nightmare. It'd be like trying to lasso the sun so that it might always be summer. <laughs> Chelsea. It was good that we snuck Chelsea. Rachel Lee Cook, by the way, reprising her role as Chelsea. Yeah, for only like four or five lines. To um, show up, drop some chaos, and yeah, then leave. And then leave. Yeah, just drop a grenade on the floor and walk out. Um <laughs> yeah, and he basically explains to Dana that he doesn't have any uh, a job anymore, and while money's about to be tight, they're certainly going to spend more time together. And she's like, "I can handle that," which she's so ride or die, man. She is really into Terry. Um, yeah, for better or worse, <laughs> so, he's hot. Very he important. is. He is. Yeah, he's he's cool. He's got that edge to him because he he'll try to, he went to juvie. He's a little dangerous. Yeah, he'll try to leg sweep a hyena werewolf at you at some point in time. That's a good guy to have in your in your. Uh, As, I don't know if you saw him, but one time he scaled a forty foot wall. Yeah, <laughs> he climbed right up like an art installation in this in this very nightclub. 
He uh, sure did. Or actually, he's about to. Uh, also, yeah. you'll notice, like the leg sweep seems to be just like his opening move, because when the D- when the DDs show with. up, he throws the leg sweep on them too. I think it's it's good. You get him on the ground and pound. You know, it's a good move. Like it's it's a good way to do this. That's that's um, why Kreese told Johnny to to sweep fucking Daniel's yeah. leg in addition to wrecking his injured leg. But anyway. So uh, Terry and Dana are dancing and these uh, two like hot twins drag Terry away from Dana and they're like, can we cut in? And then Ghoul shows up in full out in his outfit. Right. Like the DDs are disguised. Ghoul is still just dressed like the scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. But in, if like the scarecrow had a Halloween costume. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, he he's he's dressed like the, if his outfit is if Ben Cooper made a scarecrow costume. Exactly. Um, so Ghoul tries to kidnap like, Dana. <laughs> Sorry, it's like let me Scarecrow if Scarecrow was a TikTok dancer. Right. Yeah, he, he definitely, he looks like if you put him in the David Pumpkins. David S. Pumpkins, yeah. David S. Pumpkins thing, you'd be like, yeah, that, that makes sense. So, um, it's funny because Ghoul tries to get a hold of Dana, doesn't do well. Mm-mm. Um, to the point where he gets so frustrated that he just shoves her off of a fucking floor. Ghoul is the worst person at his various tasks of the game, he, I think. I will I will say he is 100% been red-pilled. <laughs> and yet he seems to kind of be their leader outside of the Joker. And it's like, he's terrible at everything. Well, he's clearly the brains. He's the tech guy. Yeah, that's true um like he's the guy that when it comes to like doing tech shit he's the guy so i guess it makes sense but at the same time he cannot handle a punch to the gut no they should put chucko or the dds in charge yeah so um terry breaks away from the girls and looks for dana but uh you know surprise they're 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 the dds um now meanwhile bruce is creating the joker venom antidote and ace starts losing his mind and bruce is like What's going on, Ace? <laughs> Bruce really does have a senior moment because you hear Ace get beat. You hear him do the like, Burr. yep. And then uh, he goes to check him out. But like, Bruce just watches like a gas bomb drop and he just stares at it like, oh, what is, what could this be? Yeah. And it's not until it rolls into view with a smiley face painted on it that he's like, oh, shit. That's right. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that thing that hurt my dog and dropped a bomb down here is harmful. Yeah. Um, Bruce isn't having a good couple of days. No. <laughs> hello, hello, Batman. Now, meanwhile, it cuts back to the nightclub. Terry still looking for Dana when the Jokers come out. Chucko is like, I don't know why they sent us to take out some squib like you, but hey, it seems like it'll be fun. It's not fun for them. No, but God bless Chucko. He doesn't ask no questions, man. No. You, you give yeah, him. You give him. You give him a task. He is going to execute it. If Bonk paid attention to Chucko, his Bonk would still be with us. Yeah. <laughs> Chucko's like, I do what I do, man. Bonk's Bonk's family wouldn't be paying for a service right now, if you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, right. Bonk's family wouldn't be broken. <laughs> um, it's gonna be a quiet Christmas at the Bonk household this year. <laughs> Little baby bonks <laughs> with no big bonk to help. Uh, now, Terry's fighting his way towards Dana. She breaks free from Ghoul and she's like, Help! And Ghoul grabs her by the fucking hair and throws her into like a fucking, like a big hanging light fixture. 
And Terry catches her in midair before she falls and breaks her neck. Yeah. Um, and she's unconscious, m- like massively concussed. He gets Dana to Chelsea, who I'm legitimately surprised has not joined the Jokers by now. <laughs> They're scared of her. They're steering clear. Yeah. I would like to join you. No, 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 man. She's the only Fear one not you. running in fear from this whole fiasco. <laughs> she's walking towards it. I was like, going to say, Chelsea runs toward the fire. Yep. Yeah. She does because she <laughs> lit the fire. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, so uh, then Terry beats Ghoul lifeless. He really does. <laughs> he he turns him into a ghoul. Like he beats him yeah. so hard, his spirit leaves him. Ghoul one hundred percent shits his pants during this it's, scene. It's one of the. I said this like in a previous episode where he foot sweeps a guy into the side of a building. I'm like, that is low key. One of the worst things Terry's ever done to somebody in this sequence, Terry pummels ghoul so badly that he crumples into himself. And it's like the worst. I think I've ever seen someone collapse in a Dini versus Batman cartoon. <laughs> it's just completely just rubber legged collapses in on himself it's like that guy got his ass beaten off of his body correctly yeah it's right it's for it's for the best because ghoul being on the streets is not good no he needs to be off the streets he's the he's the worst member of this team he is in every conceivable because he's way just like i'm gonna beat this lady and it's like no you're not not anymore not <laughs> yeah. when you can't lift your arms um then uh, he washes the Jokers out of the club by climbing up onto a lava lamp and kicking it off. Yeah. And this floor, that's when you really see the floor plan, and it is fucking wild. It's like a Mega Man level. I know. It's wild. <laughs> uh, God bless future Gotham. <laughs> so it's, it's a nightmare. There's so many buildings and like just casual day-to-day businesses that have huge fixtures dangling above uh, where customers will be. They sure do. Like in the clothing yeah. store, there's inexplicably a plane. Or no, it was a car. It was a car. It was a it car. Was a full, it was like a, it was like a 1957 Ford Fairlane. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a big steel car. In a gap. <laughs> like. You know, like you have. Um, so then, uh, Terry is like, Chelsea, stay with her. I'm going to go check on Mr. Wayne. And, uh, cause he's like, they absolutely, if they're attacking Terry, they're attacking Bruce. Well, he doesn't and figure he keeps... that out right away. He's like, no, he races well, towards him. And then he makes a phone call. He's like, Bruce, you really got to come clean with me. Like they came for me, not for Batman, for Terry. So you yeah, got to tell well, me some shit. And then he realizes, oh, wait, I'm leaving Bruce a yeah. message. Where does he go at night? Yeah. Where are you? So yeah. when he heads back Bruce. Cause you know. That must something bad must be happening. He shows up uh, and sees that the Batcave is super vandalized. Ha is written all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and weirdly, this is another one of the edits because it's written in red. Yeah. And in the edit, they wrote it in purple. Oh, uh, they maybe thought red was too much like blood. Yeah. Because also remember, it looks a lot like when he found his dead father. I didn't remember that. That's a remember good point. all the ha's all over the room. Yeah, that's true. I, I had forgotten about that. Um, he checks Ace's pulse like he's a fucking dog doctor, which he isn't. No. Um, and then he, you know, he sees the Haas and then, um, you know, he finds, uh, fucking, uh, Bruce, Bruce has collapsed on the, uh, 
com- on the back computer and he rolls Bruce over and Bruce has got the Smilex grin. Yeah. And he's like dying. And yes. He's laughing himself to death and he's just trying to say like under table. <laughs> it's like and then Terry realizes that it's the anti venom. It's really uh kind of scary. <laughs> yes. No, this is a this is a a bone chilling uh yeah movie. <laughs> it's not whoo <laughs> yeah it's not not for kids it was a lot it was a lot i was like damn they're really this movie's going hard yeah so terry uh basically saves bruce and uh bruce falls unconscious yeah bruce is out of the picture for like the next couple of days <laughs> yeah because he got time. his ass gassed off so now for the rest of the movie we're going to see barbara taking sort of the place of bruce mm-hmm. bruce and she's basically taking care of him and you know she she's taking care of that and terry checks on ace who's watching an old bugs bunny cartoon the one about how like the dog thinks he killed bugs it's also a real grim bugs bunny cartoon yes yes which i believe they even edited the sound of it too because i think it says he wants to die yeah the the dog keeps it's it's if you guys remember it or if you've never seen it, it's a gag Bugs would pull every once in a while by tricking whoever was chasing him into thinking that he's actually dead. So in this cartoon, he's being chased by this dog and he's put himself in a giant sandwich, uh, which is, you know, on its face ridiculous. But the dog is inconsolable and you hear him wailing in the background uh, well, like, I wish I were dead. dead. I wish yeah. I was dead. Like he keeps repeating it to the point where you hear Bugs like give up the gag he's like nah it's all right doc i'm not dead don't worry about it yeah Um, like even bugs bunny thought that went a little too far yeah yeah it's like when a prank goes like when you accidentally hurt your brother yeah and you're like don't tell mom (laughs) um on the news jordan price is talking about bruce's injury we you know we received a call from mr wayne's houseboy this morning houseboy Saying he'd taken a bad fall. Everyone at the Wayne Enterprises family sends our prayers to our senior member and hope for a speedy recovery. And Terry is like, I fucking demand answers. Yeah. I'm in this now. My girlfriend's in the in the fucking hospital. Barbara starts being dodgy as fucked, and she finally gives in and she's like, All right, well, I thought time would make this easier, but it hasn't, and is about to tell Terry the true story of what happened. Yeah. And that, Tom, is a sode. Oh man, that is a sode. That is a sode. Man, we're look gonna, at we're gonna look talk at the time. This. I know, I know. It just moved so smoothly. Yeah, uh, man, you guys. Now I'm doing the Michael Rosenbaum thing. You guys, if you want to hear part two, you're gonna have to head over to the Patreon. Uh, yeah, uh, you'll have to head over to Patreon.com/slash/GameFlateEmployed and uh, become a patron. Uh, to get part two of this episode and also every other episode we've ever done, yeah. which is, I don't know, in the millions now. We've been doing this since the 80s, I think. Yeah. Um, we sure have. At least since Jimmy Carter was president. <laughs> so, well, you know. I sure am a fan of that Tom and Dreadwalk Batman. So check that out. We got, you know, other yeah. cool exclusive shows uh, on the Patreon, like uh, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, uh, Star Trek The Next Drama, Drama, and Spiel Boys. And those last two are our joint podcasts we do with our sister network, Small Beans. Um, uh, we also do movie nights with our patrons. You guys should check it out. There's a lot of stuff to do mm. there. Uh, in addition to just going through the enormous uh, catalog of Tom and Jeff watch Batman episodes. Yeah. Uh, now, Jeff, you tell them stuff. Um, well, I don't know if you know this, but I have cool friends. 
It's a thing I do. And mm. I actually have a show called Jeff Has Cool Friends. You can hear it for free anywhere. But if you want it a week early, uncensored, with bonus content, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Jeff May, where you can hear that as well as other shows like Ugh Fine, a monthly show I do with Kim Crawl, as well as more shows like Radvertising that are coming along. Uh, you can check that out again, patreon.com slash Jeff May. Don't forget to check out unpopular opinion and you don't even like sports a sports podcast for people who don't like sports and that is on the unpops network as well uh lots of other stuff you can find us on social media like us love us uh give us your adulation adoration yeah. both both yeah. both um yeah. okay yeah that's 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 enough we can be done yeah 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 yeah, yeah. hey thanks for listening we love you oh yeah indeed indeed all right bye all right, bye Ghoul, my boy, we're going to need another system scanner. Who's got one they'd be willing to donate? Checking. What we're after is cutting edge. These are the only other places we'd find one. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.